Okay, welcome to This Is You podcast episode number two. This is Carol Yu and Scott Stewart. We're going to talk today about MasterChef Junior. We're going to talk about the audition process for season one from April through September of 2013. That's when our family was intensely involved with that, right? Right you are, Carol. Let's give them a little backstory on what exactly we are talking about in this episode. When we met, when was that? Oh, long time ago. <laughs> long, many years ago. Okay, so when did we meet? And Approximately 10 years ago. So 2008, I think, was when we met. And I wasn't very good at math so let's yeah, stay away I guess from that not. so what did you think of our family then when you met us horrible oh, awful people totally mean the biggest thing was you guys didn't get my jokes so that was a real sort of a, a, a bit of an eye-opener for me but you guys had kind caring hearts and that's what drew me in anyway Something um, like that. I remember when my kids were in preschool we had one of the moms ask what's your family about I thought for a little bit and I said you know what our family is all about creativity yeah. during that time uh, my late husband was an architect my daughter, Elena, she was very into art. I also had a company where I made purses out of vintage kimono and little girls' dresses made out of vintage kimono. Dara, my youngest, was really food-driven. What did you think of that when you met all of us? Brought me to tears with all the meanness and the mean-spirited in your family. No, you guys were awesome. Oh I mean, God. that's why I fell in love with everybody. You guys were really outgoing. I loved the creativity because that was a, a big part of my life and it still is a big part part of my life. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, uh, with George passing away, there was a lot of uh, turmoil and stress within the family dynamic, but there was a lot of love there. And you guys were a, a complete little creative unit with you all doing your own exciting things. I was drawn to that a lot. Yeah. And I thought that you really fit well in because you were a photographer, you're an actor, you're a comedian, you were really creative too. So I found that it really was a good way that you'd be a good fourth to fill out the square there. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, was I Ringo? Was I Paul? Was I John? Was uh, I George? Well, not George. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with John. I was the John in the family. Okay, so you know what? <laughs> give, give me an okay, so. Okay, next. <laughs> what we're here to talk about today is MasterChef Junior. During that time when we met, it was around 2008. Dara, my youngest daughter at the time, she was six. We were watching a lot of Food Network. Every day after after school, she and I would just sit and watch TV weekends, and we'd just watch Food Network all day long. We really liked Good Eats with Alton Brown, and we'd watch Chopped. We also watched a lot of the Iron Chef episodes, and we really loved that. Can, I, can I just interrupt? Yeah, sure. So so my connection with food at that time, because I was an actor and am an actor in Los Angeles, my connection with food basically went with this. Good evening. Welcome. Can I start you off with an iced tea? Oh, okay. I'll be right back. Hi, may I suggest the fries? The fries are excellent with the umami burger. Enjoy. Your connection with food actually helped later on because you, we'll talk yeah. about that later. Yeah. You actually, that kind of led into the current uh, jobs that we have now, but we'll talk about that another time. Dara and I were watching Food Network a ton. At one point, after a couple years, I told her, I said, hey, let's play Chop. Chop. And I gave her 30 minutes and I gave her blueberries. Here's some flank steak. Go. Didn't 30 you minutes. tie her hands behind her back? Well, and blindfolded her too, right. but you know, she still she was, was able to do it. Yeah. yeah. She's amazing with her feet. <laughs> 
<laughs> she can cook with her feet. Let me tell you, they are so amazing. After 30 minutes, being only six or seven years old, came up with seared flank steak crostini with a blueberry honey cayenne sauce. Yum. And I was like blown away because I thought, how could a little eight-year-old kid, six, seven or eight-year-old kid, can't remember exactly, but how could she think of that? It was just part of her. It was just really inherent. And I don't know what the word is. I don't really want to use the word prodigy, but I don't know. So anyway, gifted. Anyway, so basically what Carol's trying to tell you parents out there is that today you should be pulling your kids out of school, plunking them in front of the TV because there are so many amazing cooking shows that these kids can learn from. I think that's what I'm hearing, right? Is that right, Carol? Well, exactly. And it's actually changed a lot since then. But we got married when in, we always have a debate this year. I know we're supposed to remember it this year. This year, we both forgot. It was like a couple days afterward, and we go, hey, didn't we get married? No, like, you know what it what was? was it? We woke up that morning, and oh, yeah. I was looking at Facebook. Oh, yeah, thanks, Facebook. Yeah, thanks, Facebook. Whew. And it said, congratulations, it's your, uh, what was it? Eighth, Eighth anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. And we looked at each other, and we both cracked up, and yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, of course, of course I knew it was, <laughs> thanks, Facebook. I mean, Facebook, thanks. We were married in 2011, and Dara, who was 10 at the time, she baked us this amazing cake. She made a two-tiered... What was our wedding cake? Wedding cake. Yep. Two-tiered chocolate blackout cake and she covered it with fondant. Yeah. And she decorated it with fondant and marzipan lilies and roses. And and stuff like that. Yeah. You can see photos of it on our website. Yeah. It was kind of weird because we went to a restaurant for dinner and then we brought it out afterwards and all the wait staff and the manager and stuff are gathering around and going, she made that? Even even all the people in our party were like, who made that? And we're like, Dara. And they're like, yeah, right. Uh Because it was crazy how good it was. It was really And plus it tasted really awesome too. super delicious. My favorite chocolate cake. And moist. Did I mention that it was moist? We wanted to turn that into something. Scott was at the time doing a lot of auditions and tell us about that process. It's awesome. If you guys have never been an actor in Los Angeles, you want to get in your car and drive here as quick as possible because... It is so fantastic being in traffic for two hours, driving up to the valley, we're in Culver City, and then getting in a room. In a cattle call. In a cattle call, or even just any sort of a audition, and looking around the room, and there's a whole bunch of people that look like you, only better looking, go into the audition, and you blah, 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 me, 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 blah, 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 and then they go, uh, thanks very much. And you never hear from them again. You get back in your car and drive two hours back home. Okay, so this is not about you, but anyway. What? <laughs> Okay, next. So how did we find out about MasterChef Junior? Oh, yeah, back to the story. Anyway, so I was looking through backstage for auditions, and I came across this audition for MasterChef Junior. And we had an awareness of MasterChef for adults because we had watched it. But this new thing for MasterChef Junior, it was in there, and I just simply pointed out to Carol and thought, ah, this would be really awesome for Dara. And at that time, I was pretty kind of still caught up in not really knowing where my life was going or where I was trying to lead my kids. I was unsure about whether to put Dara into this. I don't know. You might remember more. Yeah. I mean, I also just want to point out is that at that point, you had been going through the passage of George, you know, the morning of that with your family. I think there was a lot of fear in your life at that time. When I presented this to you, it was kind of like this crazy world of acting. So it wasn't necessarily high on your list of things for Dara to do. Yeah, I think you showed it to me two weeks. We kind of thought about it, weren't quite sure. And I was pushing for it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think this is an excellent opportunity for her. You were a little reluctant on it. You were asking your like circle of friends and stuff like that. And then 
over time, it kind of uh, disappeared. Well, yeah, two weeks later, after Scott had kind of convinced me to go forward with it, and we we had some family discussions about it with Dara, and I, I don't remember if she was really into it or not. Do you? Yeah, she didn't want to do it. She used to cry herself to sleep at night saying, I don't want to be on MasterChef Junior. No. And then we made her. I'm just so glad that we had the fortitude well, that was another to stick. Ty- with it. Yeah, that was another thing where we tied her hands behind her back and blindfolded her. her. Yeah. Threw her, her in the, the car. Two weeks later, we revisited it and I thought, hey, you know, this would really be fun because seriously, Dara was really driven by food and super happy whenever she was in the kitchen. Like she could at that point spend time in there, lose track of time. We went back to look for the audition. It was duh, duh, duh. it gone. was gone. I spent a lot of time looking for it because I actually had been a commercial actress and so I had representation and Dara also had been with Osbrink Agency too. Contacted them and asked them if they'd be able to find the audition We contacted other friends who were casting agents to see if they would be able to find the audition. Finally, after two weeks, I called backstage casting. I think I called them maybe four times. After the fourth time, I think they were sick of me. And they're like, okay, let's just get rid of this woman Mm -hmm. and just tell her. The fourth person. Yeah, that's right. That's the guy that got fired because he gave you the information. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. Very clearly. Anyway, so the fourth time, someone was really nice, and they actually gave me the email for MasterChef Junior. Actually, at that time, it was called Junior MasterChef. They actually did not have a name trademarked for the show yet. So they called it Junior MasterChef Casting. I emailed off about, I think, two days later. I got an email, and it said, by the way, this weekend, in two days, we are having an open call. An open call at a hotel in where was it it was up in the valley it was where they had that earthquake uh, starts with n northridge yes northridge uh, north bay uh, north new ridge. brunswick okay got uh, it Nantucket. Yeah, thank you okay shut up <laughs> Carol, they're anyway. going to like me better than you. Yeah, no, 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 no. See okay, what I mean? Anyway, How I was so, saying earlier about you guys being so mean? This yeah. is what I'm talking about. We got in our car that Saturday morning at 6.30 in the morning to get to the hotel by 7 o'clock. We got there by 7. I just figured, you know, it's the first season of MasterChef Junior or Junior MasterChef and that there would be thousands of kids auditioning. So I wanted to get there in order to be the first in line and not have to wait all day long. And so we got there at 7 a.m. How many hours before the production company got there? Yeah, we got there so early. The production company wasn't even there. We walk into the hotel and we're like, yeah, where's the MasterChef Junior or Junior MasterChef auditions? And everyone's like, what? We went back and hung out in our car and we just kind of stared at the front door. And then the production company came like about an hour or two later. We hurried in, but there was a bunch of people that had already connected with MasterChef. They were doing their auditions prior. Right. So I think right. Dara went in like around one o'clock yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, because since we were kind of late we, to the I rem- game. I remember we had to give her like three or four Red Bulls to keep her <laughs> awake because she was exhausted. Yeah, we actually were there at seven. Other kids started showing up around nine. I think the auditions actually started at 10. Turned out that all these other kids had already submitted videos, mm-hmm. which we didn't even know about. All we had gotten was an email that said, come to open call. When we got there, it turns out that 
all these kids that had already submitted their home videos were put ahead of us. They had priority. So we had to wait and each of the kids went into the audition in groups of 10. So we kept waiting, kept waiting. There were about, you know, 50 kids, 100 kids waiting in a room. All were waiting to get in. Finally, after waiting until 1 p.m., Dara got into the room. She told me that there were 10 other kids there and they had to do a few things. First, they had to show that they could use a knife. They actually had to chop some pieces of celery. But so, wasn't wasn't there a thing with the knife where they had to throw it 30 feet? No, and no, it had to there stick was a target. The there was oh. a target with a photo of Gordon Ramsay on it. Ah, that's what it was. Anyway, so then the second part was they actually had to identify poster board photos of weird foods like porcini mushrooms, truffles. Just foods. sort of a little bit off the beaten path like right. Brussels sprouts and things like that. Third, they had to prepare an egg any way that they wanted to. When Dara was thinking about it, she thought, well, what's the most fancy way that she could prepare an egg? It was by doing the tornado method for a poached egg, which if you don't know, is you put vinegar in some water, you swirl the water around in a circle so it makes a tornado, and then you drop the egg into the cone of the tornado so that the egg yolk and egg white stay together. So she did that, and that was her audition. They also did have to, of course, introduce themselves, what city they were from. At this time, the auditions were only in Los Angeles and in New York, and there was one kid who drove down from San Francisco. His name is Gavin. They finished that audition. They told the kids, okay, we will let you know in two weeks. Well, also too, I mean, we were outside and, you know, obviously you want to know because it's an audition. You want to know, hey, when are you going to find out and stuff like that? And there's a lot of little kids and, you know, they're just like shining with their little open hearts running around wanting to be on the show. The casting people were just going around and saying, oh, you know, we, we don't know. It's going to be a long time. Might be up to six weeks, but we'll we'll let you know. And they just, it was basically just letting people down kind of easily. Okay. So we were tired. We'd been there for like, I don't know, seemed like 16 hours. We get back into the car. We're just talking about how it went. Dara was all excited and hyped. You know, we were driving back home. We're driving onto the on-ramp. Bling, bling. Oh yeah. The police pulled us over no. because uh, <laughs> we had a whole bunch of weed or something. No, well, no, that's not right. Jesus. It's Master a joke. Chef Junior. Oh it's my a God. joke. Anyway, okay. we're in the car. The phone rings literally three minutes since we left the parking lot. And it was the casting office. And they said, Dara, we loved her and we want her to come tomorrow to the Magic Castle Hotel. She had one night to prepare to get ready for an on camera interview and demo in front of the production casting. Casting, what were they called? The casting production. I don't know what they're called. They're called people. <laughs> anyway, so she had one day. So she decided that she would do that seared flank steak crostini with the blueberry honey cayenne sauce. We had half an hour. Well, there's also some oddities to it because like one of the things was I think we forgot sugar. It was butter because she needed that. Okay, in maybe order it to, was butter. Yeah, it was butter because sugary okay, butter. No, there was no sugar in this was a except for the honey. Okay, we had forgotten butter for which she was going to fry the crostini yeah, yeah, yeah. in the pan, and so we had to go down to the restaurant and find butter. And all they had were these little round pods of pats of butter. We had to take about 10 pats and then squeeze the butter out so that she could use it for the audition. Yeah, exactly. And once she was in the room, I mean, the other thing that was really tricky too is cook something in an unfamiliar, It's it wasn't really a kitchen. It was a kitchenette in a hotel room and she had to cook there. But while she was doing that, they were interviewing her to see how good she was at talking right. while she was doing it. And, and she turned out to be amazing right. on it. I mean, Erica, She loves to talk. 
talk. She does love to talk. She's great at talking. Erica was very warm. The Erica, the casting um, producer at that time, she was great at talking to Dara at the same time as she was cooking. And they actually had Jeff and some other guy. There were two camera people. And I guess one was a camera person, one was a sound person, and then Erica, who was the casting person. We finished up that 30. Well, well you know, what no, they, also, they also interviewed us. Oh, right, right. That's so right. So they took us aside. We were just sitting in the living room, kind of watching the whole thing happen. And they came over and asked us a bunch of questions too. We just answered those questions in the best we could and in then English. I, yeah. And then I remember we went out into the hallway and Erica said, okay, so does she have allergies to anything? Like it seemed really weird. Yeah. I didn't understand why she was so concerned about Dara, Dara having well, food allergies. Well, just let me interject with this. So there's two sides of this. There's the MasterChef Junior side and then there's the us side of things. Through this whole process, we kind of noticed that they didn't, because it was the first season, they didn't know exactly what they were doing. They weren't really giving you much information as it went along. There would just be all of a sudden, hey, can you show up here at this time? And you're going, okay. They wouldn't really tell you if they like what you're doing or anything like that. So it made it a little tricky. You know, when we're driving back in the car, there was just a lot of, you know, speculation on what is happening and how does this look? And it seems positive. But basically, we just took it day by day and everything sort of evolved from there. Right. But so then along with the allergy question, she also told us that we had two days in which to put together a five to seven minute home video showing all of our home, our introduction to our family members, Dara doing a cooking demo, and then also talking about her hobbies. She said the most important thing, which is something that all of you who are listening and who are interested in submitting your kids, it's all about personality. Yes. So, so important. Even if your kid is semi-good at cooking, not a superstar, if they have a huge personality, that is 75% of the goal. They had us put together this audition tape, which you can see at thisisyou.com. We have a blog post that says how to audition for MasterChef Junior. So you can get additional tips there if your kid is interested. And we actually shot the audition video in our backyard. I built an outdoor photography stage just because the lighting was really nice. We decided to shoot it out there. We live on the flight path of LAX. Every, I don't know, five, seven minutes, planes go by. I think if you listen very clearly, you can hear the planes flying overhead. It's kind of funny. After we submitted that, they then, as Scott said, that you kind of never knew what was happening next. Yeah. And they didn't tell you if you were like moving forward or what. Instead, you just get these emails that would say, okay, this is what we need next. And you're you're thinking, okay, does that mean that I'm moving forward? Have I gotten on the show? Like, where are we at? There came a time where Dara and I had to go in for a psychological test. So we showed up at a hotel. They put Dara in a room with some psychologist, asked her a bunch of questions. I guess they were just really trying to find out if this girl was going to crack under the pressure of Gordon Ramsay yelling at the top of his lungs at her. And I just want to interject with, I scored a high, high 40s on my psychological test. I didn't pass. You didn't even go. I got high 40s. You didn't even go. High 40s, I Okay, got. yeah. Well, That's pretty solid. It was probably a couple weeks we were waiting. We weren't sure what was happening. Then all of a sudden, a 60-page document comes into my email saying that, you know, you have to sign this. You have to give up your life. You have to give up Dara's first child. We had to agree that she would not do any food-related TV show in the next three years. But generally, when you sign a contract with a television network, it, it's a good sign that they're very interested in you. No one really comes forward and says, yes, you are hired 
scared. Yes, we want you. It was just sort of this slow kind of meandering day in, day out thing. And then you just sort of put the pieces together. Even with that contract, I don't think anyone no. said at that point, you guys are hired. Well, it's just- no, because they didn't even have a show. They didn't even have a network that had accepted it. That's the thing. Mm. So this was all done in like January, February timeframe. They did not even have Fox signed on to accept the show. Even though MasterChef had been on that channel, they hadn't committed to it yet. So now it's time for MasterChef Junior questions. Questions, questions, questions. We asked you guys to ask us some questions related to MasterChef Junior and you guys stepped up to the plate and hit it out of the park. And the first question comes from Samantha in Utah. How old do you have to be to be on MasterChef Junior? The kids have to be between the ages of 8 to 13. At the time, Dara was 12 and the youngest contestant at that time was 8. If you remember, if you go back and look at season 1, there was Sarah who was 8 and there was also Nathan who was 8. Mm-hmm. And the oldest one was Alexander who was 13 and Molly who was 13. And question number 2? We have Diane from Arizona asking, Do MasterChef Junior contestants get paid? The answer is maybe. If you win MasterChef Junior, you get $100,000. The way reality shows work is they don't have to pay you as an individual performer if there is a prize at the end of the show. The majority of reality stars, unless they're big stars, if they're just people unknown on there, they don't get paid. Did you guys get per diem? We did. We got a per diem. I think it was, I can't remember, maybe $40 a day, I think. Yeah, so that's Latin for per day. Question number three comes from Rose, who is from Vermont. Do MasterChef Junior contestants get to keep their aprons? The answer is yes. MasterChef Junior contestants get to keep their aprons. But the verbiage in that 60-page document said that we were not allowed to show anyone the apron at all or use it for anything other than MasterChef PR. So we actually had to keep the apron at home by ourselves. And every time we had a PR, we would take it with us. Next question comes from Nick in Florida. What is Gordon Ramsay really like? I met him a couple times. He's actually awesome. He has his own kids. The kids on the show just loved him. Like when he'd come into a room, they'd all start screaming, Gordon, Gordon, Gordon. And they'd run right up to him. And he he really enjoyed the interaction with them because it's such a different vibe on MasterChef. I mean, just well, the camaraderie with yeah. the kids, you know, on the MasterChef adult show, there seems like, you know, backstabbing and that kind of stuff. But with the kids, it was just joy. Like these kids had such a passion for cooking. Gordon really soaked that up. So there was a real sort of a genuine give and take. He really cared about the kids. You could see on the show when they were shooting the show that they got upset when the kids were leaving the show. I mean, it was difficult because he had a family. So the short answer is he got along great with the kids. He was a really nice guy. And the times that we met him, he couldn't have been nicer to us. Right. And you know, Dara, when asked, I think afterwards in the PR that was followed up after the show, they asked her, who was your favorite judge? And at the time, the judges were Joe Bastianich, Graham Elliott, and Gordon Ramsay. All of the kids loved Graham because they all said he was a big teddy bear. Gordon, though, was really Dara's favorite because he really did support her. He took her under his wing, and when they did the PR, he had her follow him and be on all the interviews. Mm -hmm. Okay, so next question, number five, comes from Diane. Where are the parents while the kids are filming? While they're filming, the parents are put into a green room, which is basically a white room with four walls and no windows. There was a large bookshelf with tons of cookbooks that the kids could look at while they were in their downtime. There were snacks on tables. There was catering that brought in food all the time. 
time. All kinds of Cheez-Its and chocolates and candies and chips and all that kind of stuff. There were drinks and everything around there. There was a television set monitored the filming so that we could actually see the kids being filmed without sound. Next question is from Rose. How long did it take to film Dara's season? We actually filmed from April 4th to about April 24th. So I think it was about three weeks that we were sequestered in a hotel without talking to our families or husbands or any social media. <laughs> Must have been nice not talking to husbands, huh? Uh-huh. Question number seven is from Nick. Those knives are real, right? What if they get hurt? They are real knives. The kids at the very beginning audition were tested to make sure that they knew how to use knives. And in regards to if they got hurt, there were probably about four medics on the set. They were always there with a first aid kit ready in case a kid cut themselves. Let's get to the next question. How did Dara start wearing her red bow? Well, it was interesting because Dara was always at that point. She was really into bows. She had all these different kinds of bows. She had this one particular one. It was a red bow. It was was, a Hello Kitty bow. I was thinking part of the process was, okay, now she has to wear a wardrobe. What is she going to wear? They told us to outfit her in clothes that she normally wears. And I saw her kind of in my mind's eye being on the show and I thought, man, she needs something to stand out. So I thought if she wears this red bow, she'll really stand out anywhere she is in the show because you don't know where they're going to, their workspaces is. It could be at the front or it could be at the back. I'm just thinking, wear the red bow. It's kind of as simple as that. And you know, a funny thing during that filming, the woman who makes the red bow lives here in Culver City, which was where we were actually filming. And during that show, the wardrobe people loved her bow. And they're like, hmm, do you have other colors? And I'm like, yeah. So we actually contacted the woman that makes the bows and had her bring over a purple and a pink bow to the set. Question number nine, Rose. Where do MasterChef Junior contestants stay? We actually were sequestered in a hotel, Doubletree Hotel in Culver City for three weeks straight. It was kind of funny because a lot of kids were flying in from New York. So it was coming to Los Angeles and it was exciting. Yeah, the hotel's probably seven minutes from our house. <laughs> Not so much of a big exciting thing. It did have a it did have a swimming pool. Yeah, so exactly. the kids really love that. Every day after filming, they'd go back and yeah. they'd swim. Number 10 is from Samantha. What did Dara do after the show ended? That's a great question, which we are going to get to in following podcast, which is going to be all the stuff we couldn't get to on this podcast about MasterChef. We have come to the end of this podcast. We would love for you to subscribe anywhere you can. Our home base is www.thisisyou.com. It's spelled T-H-I-S-I-S-Y-U.com. And the Y-U is Carol's last name, you. (laughs) There it is, guys. Episode number two of This Is You. We'll see you in the next episode. I don't think we fought enough. Yeah, we fought enough. Uh Uh-uh. We just didn't record at all. Oh, my God. Oh, see what I have to go through day in, day out. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.